Hi, my name is Sarah Fitzgerald, and I'm doing research for my English project on the effects of colorism in the black community and other ethnic groups. And I'm here with Tiffany Green, and I'm going to ask her a few questions about some things, and we're going to have a nice little conversation. All right, here we go. Okay, so first question. Do you know what colorism is? Like, what's your definition of colorism? My definition of colorism is when another race shows discrimination against another race because they have a different skin complexion than them. Okay, so I have here the definition from the Oxford Dictionary on what the the dictionary definition of colorism is. It says that it is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. So basically what it's saying is that it doesn't only occur as a black or white thing it occurs in from black person to other black people so so um on on to my second question based on the definition of colorism have you ever experienced it personally or has someone you know ever experienced colorism i have experienced colorism personally okay so could you maybe give an example of an instance in which you experienced colorism Um, When I was younger, I was always the darkest. Growing up, all the rest of my cousins were very light-skinned or brown-skinned rather than I am dark-skinned, so I will always get treated differently, or they will always make rude remarks towards me saying, like, oh, well, she stinks because she's darker than us. So that was basically, like, my childhood. Wow. Okay, so do you know where, like, colorism began or do you know where it comes from or why it exists today no but I feel like it's something that society kind of puts out Mm -hmm. because people make it seems like well because she's more light-skinned she's more prettier than a brown skin or a dark-skinned girl but I don't know where it started from though okay so um I have some some research here from uh so um Colorism actually started in slavery, right? Because during those times, darker-skinned people were considered less than the lighter-skinned ones because there would be masters and, and other people raping the women and making these mixed babies and who came out with a brighter complexion than all the rest of the slaves. And those slaves were allowed to work in the house and in the shade. They had less strenuous jobs than the darker skinned slaves who were placed in the fields and they were the ones picking the cotton and and mo- doing all the very difficult labor. So that's kind of where it started off. And around the time of the around the time of the civil rights movement and in the 20th the 19th and 20th centuries um it started to bleed over from just being something that happened in slavery time to something that happened more commonly in more commonly in the black community there was this thing called the paper bag test yes <laughs> you look shocked <laughs> okay so there was something called the paper bag test in which they would take a brown paper bag and they would hold it up to a black person's face and if they were darker than the paper bag then they weren't allowed in certain establishments even though they were colored establishments or they would take the paper bag and hold it up to your test and if you were lighter than the paper bag then somehow you had some sort of better status than the darker skinned people or privilege exactly so the the book that this research is based off of is called the bluest eye by tony morrison and in this book 
it's it's a fictional book um, and in this book the main character battles her entire life with the notion that's presented by her family and other members of 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 the book that if she only had blonde hair and blue eyes and light skin then all of the struggles that they go to go through would be alleviated she would somehow be happier if she was fairer skinned so how do you feel about her view in the beginning of the book that light skin is is better skin i i mean if she's personally like if her family or if she's been influenced by somebody then i could see why she could think that but i feel like once she gets to know herself and realize that it doesn't matter the color of your skin whether that makes you makes your problems go away everybody has problems no matter their skin or their color so i feel like it was very much as she was brainwashed kind of to make herself think that or to make her think that people with blonde hair and blue eyes are just way more superior than others i like that you that you said the that you used the phrase brainwashed because in the beginning of the book the main character her name is bacola she actually starts off hating the blind the blonde hair and the light skin and blue eyes every christmas someone would get her a little white baby doll with blonde hair and blue eyes and she was dismembering them and pinching them and taking their eyes off and people would be so upset that she was doing this to this beautiful beautiful doll and at first she couldn't she couldn't see what the what they found so beautiful about it mm-hmm. and over time as people started in as more people started influence her they were watching shows like Shirley Temple which in the main characters blonde hair blue eyes right. white right so she was watching shows like that and it says that in the book at some point her hatred turned to it was more it was more a hatred of herself than it was of them it was a hatred of herself because she wasn't them so that was a really good point to make all right on to the next question Um, so, um, how did your, how do your run-ins with colorism usually make you feel like uh, what is, what's going through your mind when you realize that this person is treating me different because of the, the tone of my skin? Um, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. Like kind of make me look at people like, how could you possibly think like that? Because at the end of the day, everybody's human and I just don't, it don't process in my brain, like, how could somebody treat somebody differently because of the color of their skin, or especially in the black community, especially with everything that's going on in 2021 now, and the past years, how can you do that to somebody, and you still know that they're, that they are the same race as you, but because they're lighter or darker than you, you treat them, you still treat them differently, and then people think, well, that's not being colorism or racism, but it is because you're still showing discrimination against somebody that's in your race. So I just I just don't agree with it at all. Okay. So um do you think that colorism is a big problem in the black community or do you think it's just one of those things that could easily be swept under the rug? No, I think it's a very big problem in the black community and I noticed that you don't see it in other communities like Asian or um, even the white community. You only see it in the black community. And I guess it's because the black community is so huge and you have so many skin complexions in the black community. You don't have that in other communities. It just may be like one or two shades, but you have like 15 shades of 
different skin complexions in the black community and that also makes you feel like well I'm better than you because I'm light-skinned or brown skins are going to show more love because light skins are given a stereotype than brown skins and then dark skins and so forth and so on okay so I'm sure you'll be shocked to find that it doesn't only exist in the black community mm-hmm. and that's and to me, I find it shocking too so there as you know black people aren't the only darker toned people on the planet there's hispanics there's latin americans mm-hmm. there's um indians and things that are that are that are that are brown skinned right mm-hmm. so um from nbc news they they were doing a, a an expose i would say on like the effects of colorism in the media mm-hmm. and what one of the examples they specifically cited was in the Bollywood television scene over in India, most of their commercials and things are about skin bleaching products. Because in their community, even if you are darker skinned, you're perceived as not as good as the lighter skinned mm-hmm. Indian women. Even in even in marriage, if you go and try to get married and you're darker skinned, they have to try harder to find someone to match with you because you're darker skinned. And... Um, also a study was conducted a study was conducted about um Puerto Ricans in the in the Puerto Rican community and it showed that the 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 lighter skinned Puerto Ricans were the lighter skinned or white looking Puerto Ricans were treated better than the darker skinned or browner skinned complexion skin complexioned Puerto Rican people so it's 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 not just in our community and I have another statistic here that says that a law professor in Vanderbilt University conducted a study of over 2,000 immigrants from around the world so not just not just us mm-hmm. right and it found that on average those with the lightest skin earned 8 to 15 percent more than people who were of darker complexion and had the same qualifications mm-hmm. as them so it's it i i do agree with you it is it is a big problem and i and it is more than just it's more than just us mm-hmm. so um what do you think we can do to try to slow the the role of colorism or try to take it out of society altogether um i would say because media like social media is a big platform for today if you show people like how the same people can post like certain stuff on Instagram and Twitter, if you can show the same stuff of showing love to somebody who's a different color, even of different race of you, that can promote positivity and that can be spread because social media is not just in your state, it's all around the world. So when you spread love, I feel like that can really help and show people like, hey, there's nothing wrong with her. There's no reason why you should not show her the same amount of love that you show me. There's no reason why you should treat her differently than me because at the end of the day, we all love each other and we're all human and we all have the same body parts. Nothing is different about us, just our skin color. Okay. Well, thank you so much for letting me interview you. You did a great job. So um, that's all for now. Hi everyone, I'm back on my own with a quick wrap up of everything that went on in the interview and 
my own thoughts and feelings about this theme that we saw throughout the bluest eye. So if we go back to the definition of colorism, uh, it's prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a darker skin tone, typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group. And that is mainly what I wanted to focus on in this entire presentation that we did. Um, I found out, I found in my research that there's a lot of, there's a lot of generalization about colorism. It's seen as something that doesn't really, not until recent years has it been seen as something that happens in the same ethnic or racial group. Before it was just something that was common amongst all groups of people like in the times of the civil rights movement and even in slavery times lighter and brighter was always better and that was just a fact of life and it's only been in recent years that is especially I've seen in my own community the black community where people have been basically calling each other out on colorist statements and colorist actions and things like that like the whole team light skin team dark skin movement that happened I think when I was in about I was around middle school or high school that was a a a very big part of a very big part of social life at the time so what I really wanted to focus on was the fact that it's not just something that happens from outside of your race inside it's internalized and there therein lies the problem because it's causing a rift not between us and other races or us and and the hispanics or us and the white people or us and the asians it's not between it's not a it's not a bumping of heads of different people it's the same people bumping each other's heads and i think that's more dangerous than us bumping heads with someone else because if we can't have unity within our own community then how can we expect to move the entire world towards a more unified front so um is uh we saw this theme especially in the bluest eye in um my favorite example of it throughout the book was the Shirley Temple example and the her her actions towards the baby dolls that she got for Christmas. Everyone around her was baffled and confused as to why she would treat them the way she did while she was baffled and confused as to why they didn't see her the way they saw the doll or no one saw her the way they saw Shirley Temple. And it's due to colorism we also saw her go through this issue where she wondered why or wondered if she was just like the doll would it solve all of the problems that were going on in her life and in in the article that I found from learning for justice it shows that in the in the Hispanic and black communities there's a there's a rift between the treatment that the lighter that the fair skinned people get and the darker skinned people get so in a way i can understand why that would be something she would think could happen cuz you got to think she's a child and children are very two dimensional 
if you will. They see things more linearly than adults do. So in her mind, the correlation between a good life and happiness is something that she does not have. If she looks at another girl, she sees, oh, she's a girl just like me. And she has a family just like me. She may have a sister just like me. But the difference between her and that girl, especially in the time period that the novel was set, the only difference between her and the other girl was the color of her skin. So how is she not to think that that's the reason why her life is the way it is? And that's the reason why the other girl's life is so much better. So it's it's really something to, it's really something to think about and I uh to be I think it needs to be talked about a lot more and not just in the black community but in all other communities as well. For example, one of the statistics I went over in the interview was that most commercials on the on India's Bollywood television are a a lot of them are about skin bleaching I also had the pleasure of watching this documentary that I did once about marriage and finding finding a suitor in, in in Indian culture and one of the main factors in it is from a very young age they try to keep you out of the sun they try to keep you as light and golden brown as possible because if you're darker then you're seen as undesirable so moving on to ways to get rid of it one of the ways that we went over one of the way one of the things i really liked that tiffany brought up in the interview was that the world has graduated from a analog to digital and you can reach so many people with the click of a button with a swipe with a post so i think that's an excellent idea it's 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 a great way to promote unity and promote the fact that all skin colors are beautiful and not just one type and i think another way to reach this through music that's my own personal feelings because um i think it was a while ago in a in an interview the singer queen nija she said some she made a remark to the effect of i've always had it easy or i've always known i was beautiful because i was light-skinned no one has ever questioned that because of the color of my skin so i i think it's a i think it's something to think about there too Ultimately, um, colorism is a, it's not a very complicated issue. I would say it's complicated, but it's not. It's, it's just as simple as acknowledging that all people of any shade of skin can be beautiful. It's like, it's like saying that the color of your, it's like saying that a, a a car the same make and model but a different color one car is more beautiful than the other that doesn't make any sense same make same model same age is more beautiful than the other simply because of the color of it it's it's a very it's a very narrow-minded perspective to me so i i really think it needs to be more talked about and i hope that this project 
helps shed a little more light on it and a little more light on the effects of it and what it actually is more than just someone being racist because there's a difference between the two there's a difference between being racist and colorist right you can be you can be a black man or a white man that loves black women loves the loves all races has has appreciation for all people on the planet right but what makes you colorist is when you make a difference or a divide between two of the same thing with respect to how dark or light it is so um thank you for listening i hope you enjoyed and uh we'll see you next time Hi, um, we're back again. Uh, This is my revision to my final digital project for Project 3 about social change. The only thing that I regret that I wasn't able to do was, um, was to give a different perspective of colorism from someone from a different generation. And, um, I wasn't able to get her interviewed, but... I've, I've heard, um, I've had these conversations with my sister before and, um, she's explained to me numerous times that when she was growing up, um, I guess I should start with a little backstory. I am the youngest of 10 children and my sister that I'm referring to is the oldest of these 10 children. Now, not all of us look the same. We all have the same mom and same dad, but not all of our skin tones are the same. We all have basically the same features. I get told a lot that I look like one of my other sisters, but as far as identical tones of skin, it's not the same through and through. So, uh, for example, I'm on the lighter end of the spectrum myself, and my sister is really really dark-skinned and so is my brother and so is my brother Isaiah and my other brother Isaac and as well as my brother Stefan but then there's also members of our family like me and my sister Lizetta and my sister Tamara and my sister Miriam who were all more on the fair-skinned side so what she explained to me was that when she was younger our mom would basically tell her that she would never be as good as our as our sister Lizetta because she was fair skinned and she was thinner and she was artistic and all of these other things so she would basically tell her oh you can't be an actress because you're too dark they're never going to put you in a movie your skin is too dark or you she would say things like you might as well get used to um, working for the rest of your life because you're not going to find a man to take care of you like your sister Zeta will because she's lighter and men love dark, men love light-skinned women so it it provided a lot of she never resented our our other sister but it 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 grew a lot of self-hatred in herself for a long time that she ended up having to work really hard to get over so 
it just brings me back full circle having had this conversation that it's not just it's not a it's not a small minuscule issue it's 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 big it's 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 profound it's deep and it needs to be talked about more so that we can prevent other little girls from growing up and having daughters and having this 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 primitive mindset that somehow your beauty is attached to the color of your skin which it isn't because I can tell you from having personally seen her my sister is beautiful all of my sisters are beautiful the dark-skinned ones and the light-skinned ones so it's and I think it's I think it 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 provides more of a a personal point of view I'm sorry I'm getting a little choked up provides more of a personal point of view other than just seeing it in the media or seeing it on tv or in the bollywood ads that promote skin bleaching and things of that nature it's it's personal and that's what that's another thing that i wanted to capture in this project that it's personal it's it affects people it's happening to real human beings not just people on a screen or people in a book for example like the one we just read it's not just some made up or minuscule thing it's 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 deeper than than i think a lot of people realize which is why i push so hard for i push so hard for having these conversations and being able to let people hear it from the horse's mouth and let people hear it from other people's experiences so they would know that it's real and that it doesn't just happen from outside of your ethnicity to you it happens in your own home and that sometimes it might happen without us even realizing it uh on a more personal note i think that my mother's views on 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 skin color and and all of this streamed from the fact that my father for most of their marriage was having an affair with not only a lighter skinned woman but a white woman so i think in that respect also given the time that she grew up in my mom was born in 1963 so given the time that she grew up in combined with the knowledge of what was going on in her own home i think it prompted some very skewed views of the world and it caused her to it caused her to hurt her own daughter not even i don't think knowing that knowing how much it would hurt her or knowing how much it would affect her later on in life so again it's a very real thing it's a very a very real issue and um i just wanted to include this portion i didn't have time to do it in the first draft so i figured this final portfolio was a good a good chance for me to include it um that it's it's it it's not just something it's not new either that's that's what i really wanted to capture with this that it's not new it doesn't just it had it didn't just happen in the, it's not new or old it's omnipresent right it didn't just happen way back then and then end and it doesn't 
just happen today. It happens to people of all ages. My sister, I'm 20 and my sister is 18 years older than me. She's 38. So she's lived a lot longer than I have and seen a lot more than I have and experienced a lot more than I have and a lot more than Tiffany has too. So to see that it crosses generational boundaries is shocking, honestly. And I think it needs to be talked about a lot more. Okay. Thank you for listening. Um, I hope you enjoyed my revision. So uh, we'll see you next time.